the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. I am stunned. I'm still stunned. It's hard to stun at this point. At the Supreme Court decision, it was a pure act of legislation. It's as if it's Congress. Well, to talk about this, what it is about, why it happened, I have Senior Counsel for Alliance Defending Freedom. These are the people that take these issues to the court and defend the uh, traditional side of values. David Cortman, Senior Counsel for Alliance Defending Freedom, or ADF as everybody knows it. Hello, David. Welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. Well, thank you for having me on again. Can you, uh, in a nutshell, tell my listeners what happened at the Supreme Court? Yeah, it, it, as you mentioned, it's it's quite incredible. Um, <clears throat> the court basically redefined a law. There's a law called Title Seven. It was enacted nearly 60 years ago, and basically to protect women's rights in the workplace, uh, for the most part. And what happened was, it says you can't treat someone worse because of their sex. Well, yesterday, for the first time in 60 years, the court said that sex, which has meant biological sex between men and women, now all of a sudden means sexual orientation and transgender status. And that's what the new meaning of sex is. So they retroactively wrote the law that's been on the books for over 50 years. You know, even if one agrees that one shouldn't have such discrimination, I don't even understand how they can defend that decision. So, and the fact that so-called conservatives, uh, Roberts and Gorsuch, joined the the left-wing uh, group, Gorsuch wrote the opinion, uh, is very, uh, very disturbing. It's, it's almost like it doesn't even matter if conservatives are appointed to the Supreme Court. Uh, often nothing happens. Is my read too dire? No, not at all. And and the reason for that is there's a principle in the law saying that you look at what the law meant at the time uh, it was passed to decide its its meaning. And so the common meaning both from Congress and the general public. So So what's incredible about this opinion, back in 1964, transgender status wasn't even a thing. Sex orientation didn't come into play till like a decade later. So, so to get to the point where you could somehow say that at that time, this is what it meant, is, is quite remarkable. And reading the opinion, you get that sense that, boy, it was really a little bit of tortured reasoning to try to, to, try to get that all to fit, as you could imagine. Again, I, I, I'm, I'm stunned. Are you, you know the court so much better than I. I mean, you know the individuals. Did Gorsuch and Roberts uh, su- surprise you? 
they did, and and the reason they did was it, it's not so much you know people say well this is the, these are the liberal justices these are conservative justices and and you can't really box them in like this but on this issue when you're looking at what we thought was a fairly straightforward question which everybody agreed to so it's not like they changed they said okay what did what does the word sex mean in 1964 you look up dictionaries common meaning psychology sociology in the law you know no matter where you look in 1964 sex meant man and woman period and we know that sex orientation is completely different that's your attraction to someone transgender status is is what you consider your gender to be so we know those things are different yet somehow the fact that that these conservative justices that say they're looking at original intent to say that they're textualists which means you look at what the words say and then come up with a meaning that that is is sixty years later and only you know pushed by some was surprising to be frank yeah well you have to talk to them so you I can use the word shocking. You'll use the word surprising. I, I was stunned. I, I read it and I thought I, I'm getting this wrong. So that does that mean? I want let, now. Let's play it out. The Supreme Court has now stated that the law of the United States is that if you are biologically male, say you are female, you by law of the country must be allowed to compete against biological women in uh, sports well that's the argument that's going to be pushed and already being pushed uh, by those on the left the interesting thing about the court although it laid down this principle that title seven which is this workplace law protects this it also said well we're not dealing with those issues yet we're not dealing with the sports we're not dealing with the women's shelters we're not dealing with health care all those types of arguments but, 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 even but, today, they, but wait i don't know why they're not hold on with me please i'm speaking to david cortman senior counsel for alliance defending freedom and they uh, are uh, contactable at yourfreedomfund.org and i i just might add you should help them out they're great yourfreedomfund.org 800-469-9656 even if you agree with the issue of you don't discriminate against transgender and uh, and gays etc they made law they didn't interpret law you argued or you and or your organization argued at the supreme court is that correct yes um Exactly. John Bursch, one of my colleagues here at ADF, actually argued uh, in the Harris funeral home case. Was he surprised? What did he predict? We all were. Um, You know, we we, we thought uh, at a minimum it would be five to four the other way and possibly even going further the other way. And the reason for that, it was just an issue about um, what they call statutory construction. In other words, what does the law mean? You don't have to get into the current issues of, of, of marriage and sexual orientation to say what did the law mean in 1964. So that's we're expecting to be uh, what we thought was an easy result by the Supreme Court. Wow. So now let's talk reality. In, in Connecticut, uh, every record but one in high school uh, girls racing is held by biological men who identify as women. Will that now be the law of the land? Well, that's what the other side's already arguing, and that's what we're fighting against. 
And the court didn't rule on it. In fact, it said it wasn't ruling on it, it was leaving those cases for another day. Uh, but as you mentioned, the principle, you know, the I, other side's going to argue. Yes, I, of over. course, I don't understand that. If you can't discriminate against transgender, then you can't say because you're a biological man, you can't wrestle a biological female or you can't race against one. I, 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 it, I, it seems to me like it's, it's an open and shut case now. Well, you know, the problem, though, is, is, and this is one of the most disturbing parts of the opinion, in part, it seems to, to eliminate the differences between men and women, and biologically speaking, we know they exist and we know they, they matter, and there are differences. Privacy facilities, shelters, bathrooms, restrooms, showers, sports. And so it's, it's a fight we've got to continue to make because it does matter to our young women and girls who are basically saying, look, you can compete, but you can't win. And that's not fair, and it undoes what the law is supposed to be protecting. Well, at a at a given time, I, I would see it. Basically, female sports in America will start to collapse. I, I just, I, I don't, I don't see an an alternate scenario here. Anyway, I want to thank you. Did you want to say something? I heard you begin a. a no, I, I was just, I was just going to agree that 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 maybe when that begins to happen and you see these young men eliminating all the the young women from the from the podium, the winners podium, maybe we'll be. Wait a minute, maybe there was a mistake. Maybe we need to go back and visit it, and, and hopefully that time will be sooner than later. David Cortman, I want you to know you have a big fan. And Dennis Prager, the Alliance Defending Freedom, is truly a great group. So well, we always appreciate all your support, Dennis. Thank you. So please go to their website, folks. You got to help the fighters. Remember, good people are in three groups: those who fight, those who help the fighters, and those who do nothing. Those who help the fighters are just as important as the fighters. ADF uh, are fighters, and they are contactable or just learn what they're doing yourfreedomfund.org yourfreedomfund.org 800-469-9656 thanks for listening to the town hall review i want to talk to you for a moment about a group i've done work with for years adf the alliance defending freedom you've seen how your freedom is under attack go to townhallreview.com to find out how you can join alliance defending freedom to help ensure the opponents of freedom don't dictate your future. That's townhallreview.com. If you enjoy your podcast, take a moment, tell a friend to subscribe today. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The decision handed down this week by the Supreme Court of the United States expanding the sex discrimination clause of the 1964 Civil Rights Act to include the categories now of LGBTQ is going to be one of those decisions that will have massive and dangerous impact as a precedent. It's going to go down as one of those decisions in the history of the Supreme Court of the United States that will set the trajectory for our culture. And that is very lamentable. To argue that sex discrimination in 1964 had anything to do with the letters LGBTQ is irrational and it is intellectually dishonest. It's sad that two conservative justices joined the majority in this case, including Chief Justice John Roberts and Justice Neil Gorsuch, who wrote the majority opinion after all. Justice Samuel Alito in dissent got it exactly right when he said that what the court did this week is not to judge, but rather to legislate. And that is not what the Constitution calls upon the court to do. 
It's a sad day in American constitutional history, and it sets the stage for even more sad days in our future. I'm Albert Moeller. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program for leaders. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.